Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's talk about the East. A lot of great teams in here, headlined by the number one seed, the Baylor Bears. Last year, they shocked the world. This year, they're right back. In the first seed, you got UNC taking on Marquette. You got St. Mary's in the winner of Wyoming, IU, Indiana. You got UCLA taking on Akron. Texas Vod Tech in the 6-11. Purdue taking on Yale in the 3-14. Murray State and San Francisco, a bummer. 7-10 matchup. Both of the mid-majors going at it. And then you got Kentucky taking on St. Peter's. St. Peter's just had a crazy fight to get here against Monmouth. We were on St. Peter's over the weekend. That looked great for our wallets. Let's start from the top. I'll start with you, Trista. The Baylor Bears taking on Norfolk State. Any any upset coming here from the 16th, uh, 16th seed, or are you going to stick out with the number one? I'm going to stick with Baylor. Yeah. Ryan, are you sticking with number one? Yeah, yeah, I'll be sticking with Baylor. I think what number one seeds, 143-1. and one. Yep. Uh, The only loss ever was when Virginia uh, UMBC. lost. So Baylor's going to roll here. I don't know how far Baylor's going to go this year, man. Like I keep going back and forth on that, but they're definitely beating Norfolk State by 20. All right. Well, I have Norfolk State, and here's why. Yeah, right. I'm kidding. Uh, next up, we got the 8-9 matchup. UNC, the Tar Heels, who have been on fire as of late, taking on Marquette. Marquette, the fighting shock of smarts, limping a little bit into this big-time tournament. They were really yeah. good to start the season. About around the halfway point, people started figuring them out, and then at this point in the season, they are still a 9 seed, but not as strong as we once considered them as. It's still a kind of a toss-up in in my mind for me because UNC mm-hmm. is really good. Uh, Ken Barkley tried to remind us not to have such strong recency bias because UNC has turned it on. They were a little trash to start the year, but I think we're going to lean UNC in this matchup because of the fact, I'm not talking ATS, I guess we're just talking about selections, um, and we can pull up that line in a second. But I think UNC, I don't know if they were just trash earlier on. I think they're just young. I mean, you got a first-year head yeah. coach there. you got a lot of talent as well. They have to figure some things out. Uh, I think I want to go with UNC in that matchup. Tristan, do you have the line in that game? It's three and a half, yeah. Three and a half. For UNC. I already played Marquette, um, and it was on. It was just me going through the the spreads blindly. But as soon as I played it, I, I was telling myself I have to hedge off because I think UNC is actually going to win. 
I don't know about cover, but I do have a feeling they might cover it as well. Ryan, what are you doing in that UNC game against Marquette? Yeah, it, pain, it pains me to do so, but I have to uh, fade Marquette, even though I covered him for a year. Shout out Marcus Howard and Steve Wojciechowski, who never won an NCAA tournament game. He's gone, and Chaka Smart never really shows up in the tournament, didn't at Texas. He and, needs smaller teams. Texas was too big for him. And I kind of like this Carolina team, man. They're playing with a lot of confidence right now, you know, to close out the regular season, five straight wins. They beat Duke by 13 on Coach K Day. So I'm going to be taking North Carolina on the money line. I don't trust the spread, um, but I'm going to go with Carolina on the money line. I think Marquette, you know, maybe Shaka could do something next year, the year after that, when he gets his own guys in there. Yeah. But I just think that it's going to be uh, all Carolina in this game. So give me UNC. Man, I'm so back and forth, right? Like, my initial feeling is is exactly like yours, which is like UNC has a bunch of pros. They hit a lot of threes. Um, they can They can get up and down the court and score fast. I feel though I'm looking back at the at the schedule for Marquette and what they did kind of in the January uh, December sort of time period, right? And they rattled off wins against uh, against Providence, against DePaul, not not a huge win. Seton Hall they beat, who Coach K, I mean Coach K, Coach Patos loves. They beat Villanova, beat Xavier, beat uh, Seton Hall, and then they went on like a little bit of a streak. They beat Villanova actually twice. Um, I don't know, man. I think I'm gonna just take I think I'm gonna take the contrarian pick and just take Marquette. I don't feel great about it, but it's really just because of how strong they were throughout the the middle of the season, fading some of that UNC getting hot at the right time. Maybe they're just too young for that moment. I feel like with Shaka Smart has these guys ready. They're a little bit older. But I am on the fence. No no official play, but I will take Marquette plus three and a half. Yeah, I, I'm with you. It's such a hard matchup, and that's what the 8-9 is for. I think I am going to take UNC, though, the more that I think about it. Because you got to think, uh, my, my biggest problem with Marquette was them playing defense, specifically in the interior. They give up a ton of points at the rim, even though guys like Justin Lewis have been really good. You also got Marcel, who came from Maryland. Uh, he's a fifth-year senior, averaging 13.5 points this season. But look at UNC, man. They can shoot the freaking lights out. You got Armando Baycott, who's been phenomenal. He has sharpshooters all around him. You got Caleb Love, who's averaging 15.5 points on 37% shooting from downtown. You also got R.J. Davis, who's shooting uh, 38.5% from downtown as well. He's averaging 13 points per game. And then you also have the fifth-year senior, Brady Manick, who's averaging 14.5 points. He's also shooting 38.5% from three. Um, so they're just getting a lot of great looks. They're knocking a lot of them down, and they also have confidence at the right time. Like, these guys still are UNC. Like, they are the Tar Heels. So at some point when they started off and they were a little concerned about their performance, yeah. you got to think now once they are clicking, they're going to start performing like a true blue blood, I, f- yeah. I believe. So I-, I love Marquette. I think they've been a phenomenal story, but they do not defend well enough. They do get in a lot of foul trouble, and they play in the Big East. They just beat up on each other every yeah. single night. Like, that's that's, that's rough to overcome. So I, I'm now officially ready to take the Tar Heels uh, because they have so much shooting. And all these five-star guys are coming around at the right time uh, at a legendary school. I think it might be trouble for some other teams uh, in this bracket because UNC is coming. Uh, let's continue to move on here in the East. We kind of got caught up there. We don't have that much time. But let's talk about uh, UCLA and Akron. That's a 4-13 matchup. UCLA had some injuries here and there all year long. Akron. Uh, shocking as they come through the MAC. Uh, they took down Toledo. Toledo is one of the best teams against the spread in the nation this year. Uh, UCLA, Tiger Campbell and the boys. Trista, you're our West Coast or our, I guess our, yeah, our West Coast um, insider. Yeah, what what do you feel about UCLA and, uh, and Akron? I think I'm going to go ahead and just, just automatically. I know that Akron's like trendy, and I know that like Ken Barkley loves Akron, and maybe I'll take Akron against the spread, but I'm not going to take Akron to beat UCLA outright. Uh, UCLA is just a really balanced team. 
They're like 15th in the country in adjusted offensive efficiency. They're 12th in the country in defense. Like they shoot the ball pretty well from three decently, from two really well, and they don't turn over the ball a ton, which is huge in tournament play. They have some quality wins. They've already beaten Villanova, which you guys know I'm not super high on. They beat Marquette when Marquette was streaking earlier on the season. A couple of bad wins, a couple of bad L's. One L against Oregon, which you guys know is terrible. Another one against USC. So they are they are vulnerable. I just don't think they're vulnerable enough for me to take them against uh, take Akron against them. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on. All of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolin Branch sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get even softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus 15% off your first order with code Odyssey. So head to B-O-L-L and branch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. All right, Brian, what do you say? Yeah, I'm going to take them against the spread, but I'm not going to take them yeah. to beat UCLA just because, like, I like them. You know, they played Ohio State really tough. I believe they lost that game by one. They split with Toledo, who was really good this year, especially yeah. against the number. But the only thing is they don't have any seniors. And if I'm looking at these mid-major schools that I do want to take to advance or to knock off a team, especially like UCLA that last year played in the Final Four, uh, bring their two leading scorers back. So that's the thing. They're going to have the experience in this game. So I'm going to, really quick on a double dip, I'm going to take UCLA in that game in my bracket, but I'm taking St. Mary's to beat the winner of Wyoming, or, or I'm sorry, uh, yeah, in Indiana tonight. I do think Indiana I wins this game. I think St. Mary's is going to roll them, though. St. Mary's beat the Zags already. They lost to Wisconsin by six. Uh, they did get beat up by Colorado State, but they also beat San Francisco twice. They beat Notre Dame, and they beat San Diego State, who I really like as well. So I'm going to take St. Mary's to beat UCLA in this bracket and go to the Sweet 16 for... Man, the first time since, what, 2010? I just think they're one of the best defensive teams in the country, and I really like St. Mary's to beat UCLA. So I that's, that I well. guess, my upset pick. I have that as well. That's where my upset is in the East, is also St. Mary's versus UCLA. Mm, St. Mary's against UCLA. I like the sound of that. Let's continue to move on. Vitek taking on Texas. Vitek winners of the ACC 10-1. to Why do I know? Because I cashed that ticket. Yeah. What do you guys think about that matchup? I do like Vitek. 
Um, I don't know if I want to take them to win that game. I just think Texas has the better guys, of course, the the, the bigger names. They've come from a, a different level of conference play, and also they've had the more the more sustained success this season, opposed to a Vod Tech team, which kind of got fi- on fire uh, here down the stretch of things. They are really shooting well, but now you move locations, yep. you cool down a little bit, and uh, those rims just aren't aren't as wide. And also, this is one game; it's a, a high pressure situation. So I'm going to go Texas in that matchup. What do guys? What do you guys think in that one? That's so tough. To me, then the spread is one and a half. I'm gonna probably just probably tease it up to two. The Vatek is so physical, and I think for for that in Texas and how vulnerable they've been, we saw TCU TCU go up on Texas yeah. by like over ten for most of that game after they ended up like blowing it and throwing that lead away. Like Texas is very very vulnerable. Virginia Tech feels like the way that they're getting hot is by being physical versus just like having guys shoot a bunch of threes that can kind of come in and out through tournament play. (sighs) I think I'm just going to fade Texas. I know that's like probably not the right move, but Virginia Tech, physical, tough, streaking at the right time. I think I'm just going to go ahead and take them. All right, quick, Brian, what you got? Yeah, really quick, man. They made us all that money in the tournament. They're shooting the ball really well. And Texas, I don't know, Texas, like, they got a couple guys that I really like, yeah. but they just don't play as a team, whereas Virginia Tech, that's what they do do. So I'm taking Virginia Tech to beat Texas, and then I'm also taking Virginia Tech to beat Purdue because Purdue doesn't play enough defense mm-hmm. for me against Virginia well. Tech. And if they match up against wow. a team that can knock down yeah. the three, I got Vatek going to the Sweet 16. I wow. Too, taking yeah. on Kentucky? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Both of you guys got Vatek in the Sweet 16. That's a breaking news yep. here. I'm going to go Texas in that spot. I like Vatek. I had the Hokies uh, – windbreaker on yesterday but this is where your your train stops it's at texas get off and uh the acc was cute bye bye uh try the roast beef uh i'm gonna take purdue against yale i think everybody agrees there i know purdue hasn't played their best basketball but Mm -hmm. i think that iowa loss was a good smack in the mouth they do play a little bit out of sorts or as just individuals instead of as a team a lot of times and that is a little concerning but they still have a ton of talent and i expect Jaden ivy to really step up in this matchup uh also i look at trevion williams one of the most underrated but best big men in college basketball ball his passing accuracy and IQ is phenomenal you see him with his back to the basket with the behind the back uh, drop-offs and bounce passes he's really good I think it's a mismatch mismatch for Yale I'm going to take Yale to I mean a Purdue to come out I got Texas what about Murray State against San Francisco and then Kentucky against St. Peter's really quickly I hate, I hate those teams I can't fade Murray State I know I hate that they're playing each other I pick San Francisco just because I love Murray State so much and I really want to see him against Kentucky, so I'm just rooting for it. All right. I'm going to go San Francisco in that spot. Tristan's yeah. going to go Murray State. We all got Kentucky against St. Peter's, right? I'm going to go St. Not yeah, yes. Kentucky. Kentucky. All right. Kentucky. I got Kentucky coming out of there. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.